Welcome to the Thrive Hive, the only hive that's buzzing with success. This is South Africa's best personal development and motivational podcast with your favorite host, Dasha Naidu, a geophysicist and lover of all things spice, with the iconic Nicole Naidu, optometrist and self-proclaimed food connoisseur. Hey guys and welcome to this week's episode of The Thrive Hive. Today we're chatting to a man revolutionizing the social media scene in South Africa. Sheldon Zam is the co-founder of the popular CreateZA, creative and supportive platform for content creators across the country, planning and executing meetups and masterclasses in some of SA's biggest cities. He's also well-versed in the field of photography, skills and team building, online community upliftment, among many, many others. Sheldon is a man of the arts and a man of vision. He thrives on inspiring and uplifting the next generation to live out their true calling and to be of value and positive influence to their respective spheres. Sheldon Zam is the perfect example of humble, humble beginnings to impactful power and we couldn't be happier to share a small part of his extraordinary journey without further ado let's get straight into the podcast what's up guys we have a zama jamma in the house welcome sheldon to the thrive Five platform we are super thrilled to have you here um tell us before we start what makes you interesting what makes me interesting well <laughs> i think it's that I have, <laughs> well, <laughs> um, I'm a functioning uh, ADHD person and I make it work for me. I think, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's one thing that makes me quite interesting, especially if you're having a conversation with me, just how I jump from topic to topic. I think that's an interesting trait. Um, I think what's interesting about me is how involved I am in a few different things. And uh, I think my drive and my passion also uh, makes people quite interested in me. Um, also, sometimes people find my faith to be an interesting trait about me. And what else makes me interesting? I've got five sisters. Yeah. Five sisters. Oh, my goodness. Wow. <laughs> that is interesting. Are you the only boy? Yep. Yep, I am. Oh, wow. You must have been spoiled as a child. Uh, you could look at it that way. Um, <laughs> I know that sisters do uh, maybe look at their brother like affectionately, like, cool, he's my brother. And for most of them, I was their little brother. So that was cool. And for my little sister, I was her bigger brother. But um, yeah, I normally don't use the word spoil to, to define <laughs> how it was. Um, but I definitely think I came out uh, very more, a lot more mature than I think I would have without the five sisters and just maybe a bit more sensitive to, to how females operate. And that is a skill that, uh, that's good uh, that I'm grateful that I learned. Still learning though. Hey, I don't even want to say I've learned because hey, as soon as you say that, there's danger. <laughs> yeah, we won't go into that. <clears throat> that's funny, but that really is interesting. So tell us a little bit about your projects that you're doing. Like who is Sheldon Zam? Cool. Sheldon Zam is a kid who grew up uh, in a few places across South Africa with a huge passion to see unity in South Africa. 
And out of that, I have a YouTube channel where I try and destigmatize different cultures, going to different places and getting, uh, just showing people like it's chill to catch a taxi or it's chill to get a, a haircut in a township. I mean, obviously discretion is always a thing, but I mean, I think there's way too much stigma associated with, with some things in South Africa. Uh, also, out of my, my passion for, for wanting to see unity, um, I've gotten very involved in heading up uh, Create ZA, which is a community of content creators around South Africa. And there's a whole bunch of things that Create ZA does, but uh, ultimately within that, it's a, a connecting platform where we can allow people to connect either at our events, on our WhatsApp groups, or even in our in our teams where they uh, learn to work together. And that that honestly brings me a lot of joy. Um, I'm also a bit of a nerd. So I, I like maths and, uh, and how, how science things work, a computer nerd as well. Um, so I guess, I guess that helps when it comes to the academy side of things and uh, you know, created the academy, putting content together, assessing students. And I mean, that's a journey we're starting right now. Um, and I also love, I love media and just expressing myself through video and, uh, and even uh, pictures, getting, getting pictures using uh, things like natural light and environments and uh, some principles of photography to really tell a story with a picture or to uh, use the equipment that you have uh, using rules and all of that and making something really cool just uh, with the creativity. So there's a bit of the things that I do. Um, in and through Create Today and independently as well. Yeah, I, I really love that she's so passionate about um, destigmatizing South Africa. And, you know, I think it's a really important topic to cover. Um, does that relate directly to your YouTube content? How would you describe your niche before we get into the bigger cool. things? I think um, as a lot of YouTubers, when they start out, haven't really niched specifically. Now I can say um, after I experimented a lot, my niches are specifically lifestyle. And in that lifestyle aspect, going to uh, get things like haircuts or do food reviews of a kota or spatlo um, and other things like that. Then also media production. So for example, I, I find myself going on shoots and uh, do, doing video gigs and so on. And sharing that story, because that's an adventure for me normally, um, is what you could expect to see there, as well as community building. For example, uh, our workshops or events or getting together with a few people. Uh, that is, those are the three niches. So lifestyle, uh, community building and media productions. Brilliant. I just want to ask one thing, like, uh, sorry, Nikki. Um, with your experiences, like getting a haircut or having a kota, like, how would you describe that experience? I just, like, I'm curious to know. Well, I mean, personally, I love food, man. I love, <laughs> I love food. And if you've had a spatla or a quarter before, I mean, I also love bargains. So if you can spend 15 rand on, on a, something that's going to fill you up, it's got chips in it, it's got acha in it, it's got uh, all the sauces that you want. I mean, that's been really exciting. But then also just to see um, people's reaction, you know, uh, like if you're there, and they're like, oh, what guy's ordering a spatlo? He knows what a spatlo is. I remember one time I was with 10 after a birthday shoot and uh, I was asking the security guard, man, where can we get a spatlo? He was like, a what? A spatlo. And he was like, 
oh man, what's going on here? So Ten tells him in Tswana, Kire what was Fatlo? And the guy's like, oh, what? Well, how does this white guy know what a Fatlo is? You know, um, so it's interesting to see people's reactions sometimes. And normally it's received positively. People are like, hey, 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 you know, uh, like uh, something like that. <laughs> That's so interesting. And I also just want to add, like, I think it's so important for this kind of content, especially in South Africa, because like you said, there's so much of stigma and coming from our background, not to get too political or controversial, but coming from our background, being an apartheid, um, system it is so important because I think that as much as we are well into democracy for so many years now the, the scars of apartheid still do uh, burn yeah. us sometimes the scars, the scars mm. do cut deep so this kind of content is so so needed in South Africa and kudos to you for doing that man um, so tell us a little bit about your journey um, for Creative Day. What was your what was your idea behind it? We know that you mm. are the founder of Creative Day. What drove you to build this kind of platform, this kind of um, community, um, and why yeah. do you feel it's important? So, back in 2018, I was busy working as a cashier at Spa while I was studying computer science just to make things happen, like make ends meet. And, you know, sometimes it's really slow on a Sunday, especially you're sitting there. And I mean, my mind is always busy, even when I go to sleep at night, it's always busy. So now I'm sitting there behind the, the tills like Sunday after Sunday and had so much time to think. And I just thought about the system that we were in. Um, I thought about a lot of things and how I wanted to see South Africa as well. And a system like Spa, for example, where you have cashiers working at a very low rate, and then you've got the people at the top who make obviously a lot more money, and the, the lifestyle is very different. And I'm, I'm not talking about uh, communism or anything like that, but I was thinking there, there should be a way to distribute, distribute finances more in South Africa on the one hand, but also um, I was thinking everyone wants to see a change. Everyone wants to see a change. And in the community of YouTubers, for example, I know everyone wanted events. I'd organized a few events by then already. And I mean, everyone sees, you know, what they want, but I mean, everyone expects the government to do it. Or maybe, for example, YouTubers were expecting YouTube to come to South Africa and organize these events. And they carried on complaining like, YouTube doesn't pay attention to us here in South Africa. We're just, you know, these victims of negligence here in South Africa. And I was really just like, you know what? Um, we are going to be the change that we want to see. I'm going to be the change that I want to see. And so going into 2019, uh, I vowed that every month I would organize a meetup wherever I was. And so that started a chain of, of crazy events uh, where you know, I started to meet people who really resonated with that passion, who had similar vision as well, just with regards to the community in South Africa. And by the time April came, I'd met Tenolo Tsenkeng, my co-founder, now I've created a, I remember speaking to him and just hearing his vision of what he saw for creators and uh, just the industry in related to, you know, being creatives and um, how that made a system that could really service anyone in the community. If you were a graphic designer, videographer, uh, we could plug you into the system and, and get you connected to other creators, but also work opportunities. And so I thought, man, cool. You know, that time we started working together. We carried on organizing events. And by the end of the year, we had volunteer teams in about five cities across South Africa, um, just helping us 
I would mentor them in exchange for volunteering for us just to host a workshop to show them it's possible, man. All you got to do is want it. And I will show you how I've done it. We can make the system more effective. Um, and it just carried on growing and growing until now. We've had about over 50, 60 uh, meetups and workshops across the country. And it is very, very time effective for us to have meetups. And it's, it's insane. I speak to other event companies, you know, what the budget is per event. And I'm like, you guys, that's hectic, you know? Um, and also just the amount of time that they take to plan these things where for us, it can literally take uh, one 30-minute meeting, three weeks in a row, and we've got a workshop. And uh, and that's that's essentially an hour and a half, in like excluding the, the time it takes to contact the people to be a part of it. And obviously, that's minimum. Things There's always something that can go wrong. And, you know, you need to be willing to, you know, have a backup plan and a backup plan. And so that stuff happens. But uh, the agility and the response to that is uh, is really, it comes with practice. And and uh, I help, help the people who I mentor how to handle things like that. And uh, that's just the event side of things and the workshop side of things. Out of that branched one, the uh, created a media where uh, in September last year, Ten, Ten Olozen King, AKA Tenibe, and myself left Dark Soup Productions. And yeah, well, that same day, our company had gotten registered after a year of us trying to get it registered, by the way. So the timing was insane. We had to actually make ends meet ourselves coming from a full-time job so uh, media production was where we found ourselves at and so we launched created a media and also in the end of last year and now we launched created a academy where we train creators and that also is is an exciting journey that we're on right now sheldon you are speaking my language like when you when you said about you know you want to be the change that you want to see in south africa like that's what it takes of that's the mindset it takes of a successful person like you know when you take the initiative um before we get into you know the, the interesting aspects of the creates at a youtube academy because i know like we had this chat and you guys said that you're setting up this platform which is incredible can you tell us like what's the big dream and vision for Create ZA? Like, where do you see Create ZA in like maybe 10 years time? Sure. Basically, the idea is that Create ZA forms a, a multifaceted company where uh, we essentially have a group of, of uh, sister or branch companies. Um, either we would go full stack, this is the one idea, full stack where we own every, every single sub department, for example, like um, Bidvest owns so many subsidiary companies, but for us, it would be like a music licensing company, a videography and production company, events company, academy company, copyright and design company. And so we form a network where then um, we are servicing high production uh, corporate clients who need, you know, for example, if you're going to shoot in Bloom and you need five actors and, and makeup artists and a film crew that they could source that through our network. Um, and then also, you know, as you see with the events and workshops that that would become a sustainable model by itself where um, creators can actually uh, be a part of the teams and get compensated for that. And it would be some form of uh, revenue system incentivizing them as well. To, to get sales, but also to, to get people to attend the workshops. And then uh, the actual membership program for Create Today, where we have people who can become members, 
and get personalized merch, get their own page on the website. Um, and, 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 you know, there's, uh, there's a lot, there's a lot. I'll be honest with you. Uh, the initial big idea of this, this multifaceted company comes from Ten. He, I would say, is the, the future thinker who inspired me to start thinking bigger picture, you know, um, where at first I was like, cool, monthly meetups across the country and, uh, and, you know, we can build the community. He was thinking multifaceted corporation with, uh, with legs in all of these different departments. So, I mean, yo, Ten and I had prolonged exposure to each other, especially last year where it was, um, we were working together. We stayed in the same place. We went to the same church, uh, like around the clock, we were just always with each other and always talking about this outside of, you know, doing work that we needed to. Um, in that time, I think my mind started to reflect some of his mind processes, you know, thinking about things longer term. And uh, so I think at this point, I do have an ability to, you know, look forward and see where we're going. For example, uh, the created a agency aspect and um, some of these things that I've mentioned. But um, I think with regards to bigger picture, He's also, he's also someone you guys should speak to. Love that. Thank you so much. We will definitely um, be in contact with him soon. Um, but there's just so many questions now from that response. I think it was such a good response. Wow. Um, and now my mind is just racing with so many things I'm curious about. Um, but not to stray away too much from the topic of interest. Um, I wanted to ask, or I wanted you to just maybe give a little bit of your perspective or a little bit of advice to our listeners. Mm. Um, I know that you said you were studying and you were working as a cashier and spa part-time, just trying to make ends meet, trying, you know, doing what you need to do to get through, to survive um, and to really just make it. And to somebody who is in that position, who, you know, wasn't gifted the, or born with a golden spoon or a silver spoon in their mouth, um, you know, who has a draft, who thinks that sometimes I think our circumstances can easily lead us to be very limited in our thinking and our mindset. That's in most cases, most cases, it's very justified. But if you look back from where you were and to the progress you've made now with Create ZA, with all your projects, with all the amazing people that you've met, the friendships that you've formed along the way, um, can you just encourage somebody? who is listening, that that little dream at the back of their mind that they think, you know, it's not for me because I, I wasn't, I just wasn't that lucky. What mm. advice would you give to that person? Um, no, yeah. Based off your experience, feeding off your experience. Yeah. Yeah. Number one is to do what you can with what you have. So to elaborate on that, I mean, a lot of people want to be YouTubers, for example, but they say not until I get a camera and a lighting setup and this and that. I mean, I started my YouTube channel on a cell phone and even with that content, some of those videos were able to go viral and I was able to have an impact on what I felt was important, what needed to be spoken about. At that time, it was fees must fall. That is absolutely a big thing. Don't limit yourself in your mind because you think you don't have enough um, that's the one thing. The other thing is to surround yourself with people who can share in your vision, 
and and drawn out of you more for example i think 10 was that person for me my vision obviously was to see unity in south africa and build community he was someone whose vision aligned with mine in that he was thinking about the things that i was doing but for me for example i was the one who was doing the things and uh, i think together finding that partnership is what brought us to where we are so yes um find that person that complements your your skill set and can draw it out of you I just have another question. Um, feeding off that answer, what would you say is the value in good partnerships and good friendships and how do you foster and grow that? Mm, yeah, with a partnership, I mean, it's not always just easy. Like, I'll be honest with you, a lot of the time, it is easier to do things by yourself. Literally in, in the different cities, I know I could organize these things um, with a lot less friction. But the thing is, when you work with people uh, like 10, for example, man, it, it develops your character because you guys are not always going to see the same way, especially because he's someone who's always thinking in the future and always thinking, I'm always thinking, what do we need to do now? Um, you can imagine, man, there are clashes for days. And that really serves as something that can refine your character. And man, you need to be humble. It teaches you humility because you're not always right. You have to sometimes give leeway. When there's a partnership, you realize that. Whereas if you're by yourself, or like you could be like an authoritarian, maybe you've got money to pay people already. Maybe you need to inspire them with leadership and vision. Um, but having someone to, to work with can really serve as something to, to develop your own character as well as theirs. If there's anything that I've learned from like every single guest that we've spoken to on this podcast is that success doesn't happen alone. Like mm. it takes a team, it takes a partnership, it takes people that align with your vision, it takes people that see your vision. So you touching on that was really, really incredible. Anyway, uh, circling back to, you know, your expertise in, you know, guiding people, how would you describe good content or what do you think are the components of good content? When you're saying leading people and good content, what are you referring to and how those two tie together? So like, what are the, if you had to judge content that people create, how okay. what would be the elements that would make that content okay, stand out? And, and I see, and maybe the influence they bear and how they lead other people. Um, I think to not take the easy route for one, <clears throat> like sometimes content can be um depends, like again, it comes down to your definition of, of good. Um, you could make content that is seen as good by the world because it was super viral and liked a lot. Um, especially the lack to view ratio, which some people would consider that good content. Personally, I think if it is content that is an easy way out, for example, um, being more explicit or, or, or going and doing something crazy stupid that maybe puts people's lives in danger and recording that. I mean, obviously everyone in the world wants to see that, uh, like gladiators, people want to watch gladiators, you know, rip each other up and obviously now we have laws and stuff you know it's not it's not humanly ethical to do that but i mean uh people have something in inside of them you know they want to see these these crazy things and i think if you are just doing simple things like uh man there's there's a bunch of things i could bring up right now um but you know getting very controversial 
and uh, and maybe not not looking into things properly before you talk about them. That I would say is uh, is not good. I think good content is when you take into consideration the influence you have and what impact it's going to have on people. And you actually analyze the content and you look at how it will impact people. And when you put yourself in that position and put yourself in, say, for example, the 10-year-old who's watching this content as well, like, how are they going to think uh, of you after this? I mean, what legacy are you going to leave behind, as Caleb was speaking about in your, in your last interview? Um, thinking into the future and honestly, just being ethical, man, be a good influence. I think being a good influence and good content do relate to each other. But then also, yeah, good content general production must be on point i mean it doesn't have to uh, but i mean you can you can also look at production quality if there's a blurry camera or you can't hear the person on a technical level you wouldn't really call that good content uh that, yeah those are some of the points i was thinking about golden nuggets i just have one follow-up question do you critique or analyze your own content like after you've posted it or while you're creating it how yeah. often do you yes um, I used to do that more often and now every now and then when I see someone comment on an old video, I will look at it again and be like, yo, look at the difference between then and now. I think it stemmed out of when I was a guitarist, um, I used to record my, my audio and then play it back three months later and it would really encourage me to hear how much I developed to the point where I told my guitar students, hey, record yourself now, take these videos. I mean, you're going to think it's great and amazing now, but when you have practiced for another three months or six months or however long it is, and you play back that content and you realize the growth that can always be encouraging. And I think the same applies for YouTube where I look at my first YouTube videos and I'm just like, it's cringy, man. I literally used <laughs> to think that my webcam on my computer was, was the only camera or best camera that I had available to me when I had a, a Note 3 in my pocket that shot in 1080p on the front facing camera. Um, so then I, one day I realized, you know, I just wanted to vlog for the sake of leaving my room and that's why i used that camera and when i edited it i was like oh my goodness this is this is actually good quality um so yeah i mean just noticing the journey and uh, also having gone into full-time production last year and now I, there are just some things which i see that i never used to see before because that was trained into me when it's production quality you need to look is the camera shaky is uh, is this angle straight um, is like you analyze everything. I literally watch movies now, even on Netflix, even on Netflix. And I see, oh, there's a jump cut. Oh, there was a mistake. You know, you just can't unsee <laughs> it. Oh, the color's off here. When you go through Instagram and you see people's color grading, um, it's like, it's, it's just in my brain now, which I'm grateful for, um, for my own content's sake. But yeah, you can, you can, that happens to me. Wow, lovely. Love it. Sheldon, it has been so cool chatting to you and learning about your journey and um, we're really proud of the growth and the progress that you've made and all the amazing things you are doing with Create Today um, and we definitely and I know I speak with Nashan and myself we definitely see Create Today doing amazing things and growing to new great blessed heights in the future so um, we just holding thumbs for that and we looking out for it and we can't wait to support you all the way um so yeah on this journey to success we would just want you to know that like you know we see it and we're happy that you're there and that you're on it but the million dollar question what does success mean to you in a it can be in a personal capacity or a professional capacity creative whatever you just you go yeah. for it 
I think success is doing what God has called me to do, which is, uh, I believe, hectically awesome and insane. Um, and I mean, it can be it can be anything. Success could be, uh, for example, letting go of something that was, you know, surrendering something. I know, for example, say it was it was uh, a page we used to own like back in the day when I started my YouTube channel, Open NMU. That was what it was called, and it had so much reach and so many likes and i felt god challenged me to to surrender it because bigger things were coming and in that moment though the world might have seen it as you know being the admin on this page is is success with regards to owning a facebook page um ultimately being obedient to god and surrendering that up was what i would consider success and i mean here i am today and create today and all of that thing and what god wants for your life can be to be uh heavily influential or it could be just to have a strong impact on the close people around you or both it could be it really varies according to the world standards obviously we, we know the world standards of successes having a big house driving a nice car a lot of money beautiful girl and all of that stuff but i mean god's definition of success is is different and it can change also um as long as you're you know surrendering up to what it is that he's calling you to and that's not always easy um but i think that's that for me would be success if I can come to the end of my life and be like, oh, I did what God called me to do um, and had the impact that he wanted to, you know, led people to him, shine a light and was an example of, of him. And like, for example, what Jesus was to people, that for me would, would feel like success. I feel that answer in my soul. Yeah. So thank you so much for being such an awesome guest. And like, this is, this is why we want you or we wanted you on this podcast is because you have this energy that's so infectious. And I think you're going to go on to do amazing things with Great ZA. Um, no doubt about it. We're always here to support this journey and hopefully have you back soon to track your micro growth um, and see where Great ZA is headed. But so macro. With, yeah, yeah, both, both. Micro and macro. <laughs> but at the end of our podcast, we play this game with our guests called Five game. Five with a Hive. And it's basically rapid fire, would you rather questions? Um, don't think too hard. Nothing okay. too intense. I'm going to try. That sounds good because already <laughs> not thinking too hard. Okay, now let's do it. This sounds fun. Yeah, so first question is, would you rather have a huge imagination or a photographic memory? I'm already overthinking. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> I think, uh, photographic memory. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Okay. Then I can look at all of my, my databases once and know everyone who's on them. And that'd be great. I mean, with regards to imagination, I think um, it's, it's cool. It's great, but I mean, yeah, that photographic memory sounds like a very practical skill to have. <laughs> okay, would you rather lose all your followers slash influence or lose all the hair off the surface of your body? Oh, this of the followers for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I feel like, um, my, oh, man, and this is the scary thing. My dad my dad is gone bald my grandfather's are bald i mean i'm 25 oh, yeah. right now and this and this hairline is still going strong i don't want to go bald i've shaved my head before and despite what you might think my apparently my my head looks nice bald 
but uh, man followers can grow back you know the hair if it if you lose it i don't it's like the chance of it coming back is not great it's maybe <laughs> maybe we'll use the bald Sheldon as our cover photo for this episode. You can go find one, man. You see, you can go go back on Instagram and see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, would you rather be best friends with a celebrity or have your dream job? Dream job. Yeah. That's an easy one. Yeah. Would you yeah. rather? Have a lunch date with Gary Vee, or never eat your favorite food ever again. Yo, that sounds difficult. I mean, yeah, that that actually makes it sound like it's a bad thing to have a date with Gary Vee. <laughs> but yeah, I would I would do that because I love food, man. I love. I don't want to give up my favorite food. No ways. I would rather just have a meeting with him, even if I don't get along with him. I will put up with it so that I can have my favorite food again. So. Would you rather go through life unable to forget anything ever or go through life unable to remember anything? Unable to forget. Yeah, I'd rather remember everything than forget everything. <laughs> anyway, Sheldon, it has been such a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you for taking time to chat to us on our podcast. You have added so much value to our listeners and to us. Um, and we just want to wish you guys all the best with Create Today with all the projects that you're working on. And um, we know that you guys are going to do extremely well. Before we let you go, where can our listeners find you on social media? So give us everything. Cool. You just search uh, Sheldon Zam on all of the platforms. So S-H-E-L-D-O-N space Z-A-M. The most important ones are, I would say, Instagram and YouTube. And if you want to see what we are organizing and doing, you can search Create ZA. And you can find all of that on createza.net. You'll find all of our platforms that we're on there. You'll also find my page, Sheldon Zam, on there, as well as all of my social links, as well as all of the other people involved in this thing, like Caleb and Ten, for example, all on createza.net. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of The Thrive Hive. As always, it has been a an absolute pleasure. We are so grateful for every single listener. We wouldn't really be here without you. So thank you so much for all your support and your love. If you found this episode inspiring or valuable, or if you learned something new, please would you share it with a friend. Um, also, you are welcome to DM us. Give us your suggestions if you have somebody that's doing something extraordinary and think they'd be a great fit for our podcast, that would also be great. You can find us on our social media platforms on Instagram, the underscore Thrive Hive. On Facebook, you can find us at the Thrive Hive. You are welcome to DM us. We love connecting and we love collaborating. And finally, it's time for one of the best parts of today's podcast, which is our success rhyme. And it goes... Five little monkeys jumping on the bed. One fell down and bumped his head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said, when you fall, dust yourself off and try again because you've only really lost if you haven't learned. <laughs>